Welcome to Detour to Neverland, where you are the author of your own Disney story. There's a lot of satisfaction in developing ideas into realities. And you can find magic in your everyday life. If you do what you really want to do, you feel like you're playing. How can you write your first chapter today? Dreams are how we figure out where we want to go. Life is how we get there. I'm headed this way. We're your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 202. Thank you so much for joining us. We're doing something a little bit different today because we are growing and evolving. We thought that our Fast Pass round had gone a little stale. And for the most part, it's mainly us. Like There are just questions that we had asked so many times that we wanted something new and something fresh to be able to share. And so we thought, what if we make each and every episode different and we don't ask the same questions every time? So we reached out to you guys on Facebook and on Instagram to ask what questions would you want to know in our interviews? And we got a lot of responses. We also thought up a lot on our own and we put them all on this giant roulette wheel that we're going to spin each episode and ask people 10 or 12, or maybe we'll put a time limit on it. We'll figure it out. But before we do that, you guys have to know our answers to these questions. So that is the point of today's episode. So Catherine, you are the brains behind all this. You thought of many of these questions. You also put the roulette wheel together. Would you like to talk about all the hard work that went into this? Yeah. So first you have to find just a random wheel maker, which wasn't the hard part. The hard part was actually when Brendan deleted my wheel. So I had to start all over. But I guess that just means we have a wider variety of questions now. And I do have to say kudos to everyone who offered up some questions because they're so different. I said nothing is off, you know, off. I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? Off limits. Limits. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's off limits. Um, So we have some fun questions and some things that honestly, I don't even know how I'm going to answer them yet. So it's going to be fun. Super random. We're not going to know what's going to come next. And I think it'll be fun, too, when we start using these in our interviews, because it will also require our guests to think kind of on the fly, um, which may or may not go so well. We'll see. Yeah. So if you've ever been a guest on Detour, you know that we give you the the questions ahead of time so you can think about your answers. And I know a lot of people appreciate that. Some people don't look at them. They say that they're better just thinking about it in the moment. So that they don't overthink it. So I'm very interested to see how this plays out. If you are a future guest, (laughs) don't be scared. If there are lulls or time that you have to think, we edit those out. We make you look spectacular. Oh, yeah. Completely polished. However, we probably will not sound polished ourselves. But there are some good ones. There's some spicy questions so that we can... Uh, Maybe do a little bit of debating or hear some unpopular opinions since that's always fun. So I'm excited. Are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, The other thing that I did want to add, though, is that this list can be ever growing and ever evolving. So if you think of a good question that you want us to add into this, that the roulette will could decide that a future (laughs) guest answers, please send it in and we'll add it to the list. We're not locked down on anything. 
And yeah, I think that'll be fun. So we're going to get through as many of these as we can. Um, this is probably the shortest this list will ever be again. So I'd like to try to knock out as many as we can. We'll try for sure. Um, I did turn off the sound effect of the roulette wheel. So I don't know if you want me to audibly do that for our listeners. <laughs> probably not. Oh, it I'm... does make a fun like clicking sound. Oh, okay. Yeah. But no, we won't do that for you. All right. First one up is your least favorite Disney movie. Again, I don't want to put too many rules on these, but when we say Disney, it encapsulates all of Disney, the uh, the entire umbrella. Yeah, I would agree with that. So what is your answer, Catherine? Ooh, I was scared that you're going to ask me first. I'd have to say maybe the live action version of Alice in Wonderland. Honestly, either one. I didn't like it as a kid. I didn't really like anything that was kind of like otherworldly, I guess. I don't know. I didn't like Alice in Wonderland. I didn't like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because I didn't like when the girl turned into a blueberry. So I'm just going to say Alice in Wonderland. That is painful. I know. That's a favorite of yours. I love Alice in Wonderland. I love the first live action through the looking glass. Not great. Oh, gosh. That, yeah, that's even worse. But I love both the animated and the live action. So minus two for you. No, bad answer. Yeah, I, I just to keep it going, I really don't like Tim Burton. It's okay, just, it's just, just a little dark. It's just, just a little dark. Just stop while you're ahead. I know. I just had to throw it in there for good measure. Um, Funny of which that I don't know if it's like my all time least favorite, but it does come to mind. And you did say just Tim Burton, the live action Dumbo, I thought was atrocious. But we, I feel like when we watch it, though, we didn't find it as bad as other people did. What are you talking about? I feel like I, because like we didn't have any expectations for it. Oh, I thought it was horrible. Oh, okay. Well, you kind of kept that to yourself then. Uh, other ones that come to mind, The Good Dinosaur doesn't do anything for me. And in unpopular opinion, Wally doesn't do anything for me either. Mm, yeah, that, that's a good one. There that's are many... One. Movies that are worse, but this says least favorite. So I think that's that fits into that. Category. It's not just trying to find the worst Disney movies. I know <laughs> there's there's worse ones out there. All right. Next question. Catherine, take this one. Well, I can't say this word, so it's going to be a stretch. But favorite animatronic of all time. Favorite animatronic. I would probably. Say. Kylo Ren oh, in Rise yeah. of the Resistance. Okay. Uh, I like the one, spoiler alert, where he's being like sucked out of the ship mm -hmm. where it blasts behind him. Mm -hmm. If I had to pick like a classic animatronic, I like Hook on TikTok in Peter Pan's flight. Okay. When he's balancing on his teeth. Mm -hmm. I was going to say I like the Yeti. From Everest, although I know she's broken. It's, yeah. Is, is it really an animatronic now? It, well, in its, in its prime. I remember when she used to reach for you. So in its prime. But then as far as old animatronics, I would have to say um, I like it on Seven Dwarves Mine Train, where at the very end, you like the house scene with all the old ones from 
Snow White. So all the dwarves? Yeah, all the dwarves. The dancing. I like that. And the... The evil, scary witch queen. Yeah, I don't really like her, though. No. But I like like the classics. Okay. Next question. Is your favorite drink, and this can be alcoholic and non-alcoholic in Disney... I have a lot of favorites. My go-to is, and I my mind went strictly to alcoholic. I'm sorry. That's just, I can answer both. Yeah, we're going to answer both. Okay. Alcoholic, two come to mind. Violet Saki from Japan and Epcot. I get it every time. Other is Whiskey Breeze. They have it at many different locations. But it's normally some sort of whiskey and bourbon uh, and then pineapple juice and lime juice, like tropical juices. But I know for a fact they have it at Geyser Point. I knew I would find a way to bring up Geyser Point in this episode. (laughs) Here it is. And non-alcoholic. It's actually one that we had today at the time of this recording. I think that Tatooine... Sunset. Tatooine Sunset from Ronto Roasters. It was like unsweet tea, lemonade, and blueberries. And we are not fans of unsweet tea. But it but the blueberries provided the sweetness. Yeah. That was one of the best non-alcoholic drinks I've ever had. It was very good. Violet Lemonade also comes to mind. Mm. See, you're just you're going all over the place. You're supposed to pick one, Brendan, favorite. I'm give I'm giving the people options. Well, I'm going to stick to what it's asking. My favorite alcoholic drink of all time is the strawberry basil margarita from La Cava. I think I talk about it at least once a week, and that's being very modest. I'm like counting down the days until we go back to Epcot. And then non, I would have to say a LaFouze brew. You do like a LaFouze brew. I, I love the marshmallow on top. Which doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good, but it's just, it's so good. It all goes together perfectly. The next would be, ask the same question again. Come on, wheel. We got a faulty wheel. (laughs) Favorite meal on property. When we got this question submitted, I thought it was very interesting. A Mm -hmm. meal. It's not a location. It's actually just from sitting down, start to finish. What is your favorite meal? And I'm going back to Wilderness Lodge for lunch. Has to be lunch to get the bison burger from Whispering Canyon Cafe. You can also get it at Geyser Point. Shout out Geyser Point again. (laughs) I specifically like it at Whispering Canyon, though, because when I'm at Geyser Point, I'm not really there to eat. You don't go there to eat. No. But Whispering Canyon lunch, Geyser... uh, (laughs) (laughs) whisper candy lunch bison burger with fries and a sweet tea and they actually have really good sweet tea at whispering canyon so we all know where you're counting down the days until we get to go back to although we don't have any plans in the books right now there's availability tonight well (laughs) i don't know if that's gonna happen mine is also a meal that we had fairly 
recently, but we've talked about it a lot as we've been driving on Disney property recently because we have to pass it every time we're driving to the parks. My favorite meal is from Toledo in the Grandestino Tower. And it was some sort of like skirt steak, I, I want to say. Hanger steak. hanger steak. I don't know. But it was like thinly sliced. It had a green sauce. And I do not eat green things. I was very hesitant, but it was delicious. It was a chimichurri. It was green. I was very hesitant. <laughs> it was delicious. <laughs> And I just remember thinking that I have to go back there. And then we were able to, you know, watch the fireworks up on the roof afterwards, you know, whenever there'll be fireworks again. And it was just great all around. Everything about it. The appetizers were good. I don't remember exactly what we got for the appetizer. I know my sister got a charcuterie board. But we got something else. I can like remember it, but I can't remember it. <laughs> I just remember leaving and thinking, wow. Was it like a pork belly or something? Maybe. I would highly recommend it. You know why we can't eat there now? Why? LeBron James. Well, he's just messing everything up for us. I hope he enjoys that chimichurri sauce. He's not getting that. He might. I mean, he would if he was smart. Next is your favorite attraction in Epcot. Mm. So getting specific. Yes. I'd have to say the Frozen Ride. I like that it's a new story, that it's not just like retelling Frozen. I think it's super cute. Just like the queue, everything inside. I really enjoy. And then... um. I like the backwards part, of course, because it's a, it's a little thrill, just something to make you like, woo. It's also always ice cold in there. Which, I mean, it's very fitting. Yeah. My favorite attraction in Epcot is Soarin' Around the World. Okay. Refreshing. You get great scents. Couldn't ask for more. Great sights. Always better than Test Track. 10 that's out of 10 a, That's time. an ongoing debate in our house in case no one's picked up on that. I'm team test track because it's very nostalgic for me. And Brendan makes fun of it every chance he gets. So that's what we're dealing with in our household. So the next question. Your favorite Disney resort. This is an old school question, but it, it's pretty solid because there's so many to choose from. I think mine has changed, actually. Really? And I believe first time I ever answered this, I said Polynesian. Mm -hmm. And I still love the Polynesian. But I think it is Wilderness Lodge now. I wonder why. Because of many reasons <laughs> that I've already mentioned during this episode. But Wilderness Lodge, I think you feel secluded. The dining and the lounge areas are fantastic. But it's also just an excellent place. If you want to just sit. If you wanted to take a book somewhere and read in a lobby, Wilderness Lodge would have to be in that discussion. They, I do enjoy like the rocking chairs. And if it was a little colder, you know, they have that big fireplace, which I think is a lot of fun. They have like a little river in there. Who has a river inside a hotel? Wilderness Lodge. Yeah, that's a good choice. 
I would have to say that mine is probably still the Polynesian just because if I'm ever going on any kind of vacation, I want it to be Disney or somewhere tropical. And they just put the two together. We've always enjoyed just like our rooms. I think the location is perfect, mostly because Magic Kingdom is, in our opinion, the hardest park to go to. So it makes it really convenient. The food is good. And I like the little the little beach there again for firework viewing. Are you team Tambu Lounge or team Trader Sam's? Trader Sam's. Outdoor, Hands. outdoor, indoor. Well, I might actually say outdoor just because the indoor, it's fun. And if you've never seen it, I mean, highly recommend it. But it is loud. It is smushy. And I think outside is just really it's more relaxing. It's a place where you can just kind of sit for a longer time. I just want to take that sound clip that you use smushy as an adjective. <laughs> it is. It's kind of claustrophobic. Smushy. Whatever. Do you think that's how Disney describes it in their yeah. <laughs> advertising? Come to our smushy bar. Next is the best character meet and greet. Ooh. I. This one's a little bittersweet since we don't have character meet and greets right now. I know. I would. I don't know this one. I might have to say. Meeting Chewy. We've met him a couple times, but we met him with my foster brother and that was probably the best character meet and greet ever chewy's always good yeah he says so much without saying anything in english that's very true but you get his point every time i feel like yeah i mean he interacts with you he's very chatty i mean some characters it is hard to interact um especially for us we're not very good at like the whole charades thing or like understanding what they're trying to say but Chewy, you can talk without talking. Mine is Baymax. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have not met him too many times, but when it's safe again, if Baymax starts meeting again, giving Baymax a hug has to be at the top of everybody's list. Or a fist bump. Or a fist bump or both. Both. I bet he's very sanitary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's got that going for him. So Baymax would be my answer for the best meet and greet. Do you have a face character that comes to mind that you always like to meet? We oh don't meet gosh. very many face characters. Yeah, because we're a little awkward. Um, I mean, I enjoy seeing like the personalities of the princesses and like, you know, they usually do have some kind of funny little thing that they say or a way of saying it like Snow White. It is so fun to meet Snow White because of her voice. So I don't know. Snow White. <laughs> I would say Dr. Facilier. We've met Dang him it. twice. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a good one. He's hilarious. Next is your least favorite attraction in Epcot. There's an obvious answer here. Oh, and what is it, Brendan? Mission Space. Oh, I thought you were going to say Test Track. <laughs> Test track, close second. Mission space for sure. I won't even ride that one anymore. It's just. Who does ride it? 
How is there ever a queue for that ride? Because I don't know a single person who likes it. Maybe just all the newbies, people who've never been and think it sounds cool. I do think, yeah, I don't really like that space. Next question. That was an easy one. (laughs) So, Brendan, this was one that you came up with, actually. Which movie deserves its own land or attraction? Well, I thought of this question, but I didn't think of an answer for it. Hmm. If I'm just solely based off like potential and what I think could be done. I would maybe say the Jungle Book. Okay. But I don't know. I also think like Up would be really awesome to do Paradise Falls. Yeah, I wonder how you would even do that. Lots of mount, lots of scenery. Disney's very good at that, for sure. A lot of the things that I'm thinking of, they kind of already have in the works. I guess if I just think about things that I would want them to bring to Florida, I think Frozen. Obviously, I enjoy Frozen. Uh, maybe like Moana. She's maybe they could do something. I don't know. The other one that I thought of would be Black Panther Wakanda. Oh, that's a good one. That'd be really cool. Or Thor <laughs> and you can do Asgard. But it's not there anymore. So sorry. Spoiler alert. So. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of Marvel. I know we can't have it in Disney World to a certain extent. We can have Guardians, but Guardians doesn't really have like a land that you can build around it. Yeah. They should. Maybe they should just do that with all of that part of Epcot. They don't have too many titles that they can choose from. I know, but still. This next one. Oh, we already did this one again. Come on, wheel. Top three favorite characters. This is so broad. Well, it is for a reason. You got to get some variety in there. Okay. Kermit. Okay. Loki. (laughs) That's a good one. And. And. Very last one. I mean, is it lame to say Mickey? I don't think so. I think that counts. Kermit, Loki, and Mickey. Loki is obviously very different than... He adds that level of humor. I would have to say... Doug. Comes to mind. Like Doug Funny? Like Doug from Up. Oh. I just met you and I love you. I I knew what you meant. I was making a Doug funny joke for all of people who grew up watching Doug. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> um, next, I would have to say Anna from Frozen. I think she's funny. She gives you like that kind of comic relief. But you've always been Team Elsa. I know. And I was debating on which one I liked more. I like Elsa because I'm the older sister. But I think Anna is funny. So I'm going to pick Anna. And then. Maybe. Hercules. 
Peter Pan is also up there for mine. Obviously, I, know. I feel like I could I could go on for I could pick a whole lot. This is like. top three today. Yeah, today in this moment, and that could change tomorrow. It will change tomorrow, probably. Favorite attraction in Hollywood Studios: Rise of the Resistance. I'm going to say Slinky Dog Dash. You do not like Slinky Dog Dash more than Rise of the Resistance. Maybe I do, Brendan. I don't think I have you a do. hot dog shirt. I don't have a Rise of the Resistance shirt. That doesn't. It does matter. It matters. Man, we're going to have to set our wheel to not do repeats. No, I don't this know if you can do that. Bad, <laughs> bad radio. Least favorite attraction in Magic Kingdom. Hmm. I would have to say. Can I do like. Philhar Magic. Why? I don't. You can. I don't know why you would. That was the first one that came to mind. Oh, it's fantastic. I enjoy it when I go, but. You're telling me. You were saying to my face right oh, now. No, I have a better one. I have a better one. Okay. I changed my mind. Astral Orbiter. Yes. <laughs> we hated that. So it does say attraction. So like Hall of Presidents would fall into this. I would. In the running would be Hall of Presidents, Astral Orbiter. If Stitch's Great Escape was there, that would be my answer. But it's not. Tomorrowland Speedway also comes to mind. Those are all good choices. Favorite salty snack. I'm not a salty snack person at all. Well, you have to pick one now. Um, I would guess I would say a pretzel. See, that's what I was going to say. Popcorn. <laughs> now you're just naming things that are salty. <laughs> so pret pretzel was your choice? Yeah. With cheese? Yeah. With, oh, for sure with cheese. Worst thing you've ever eaten at Disney. This might be an unpopular opinion, but I did not like the cheeseburger. Egg roll, spring roll, whichever it is. I didn't like it because we don't like all the toppings, the mustard. I don't like pickles. It was just a lot going on. I thought that popcorn from Galaxy's Edge that you get in the bazaar. Uh-huh. I thought that was awful. Really? I don't like popcorn to begin with, but the spicy and the sweet mixed in the same box? No. No, thank you. Well, see, Brendan is also, he doesn't like eating his foods together. Like when he has everything on a plate, you have to eat one thing at a time. So maybe that's part of it. Maybe. I could see that being part of it. I, you, I didn't need you to psychoanalyze me to all of our listeners. I'm just throwing it out there. Because some people like that. Like the mixing. Favorite villain? Scar. He's just enough. Like. He's obviously very evil. He killed his brother. But he's also kind of like sarcastic and dark. He has a great song. Be prepared. One of my favorites. All right. I want to break this one down. So do Marvel. Star Wars. And then you did Disney. I would say Pixar, but there's not a lot of Pixar films don't have villains per se. I mean, like Lotso comes to mind. Yeah, I can't really think of anything for Pixar. 
All right. What about Marvel and Star Wars? Mm, I mean, Marvel, I feel like Loki's the obvious choice. We named our dog after Loki, so he's the favorite for sure. And then Star Wars. I guess, does Kylo Ren still count as a villain? Yeah. I guess Kylo Ren. Star Wars. I would just say coolest, like flat out coolest of what he can do. Darth Maul. Marvel. Loki, but Thanos is close for different reasons. Like you can't put him in the favorite category at all. No, we will not allow that. And then Disney, I would say Hades. Mm, Yeah. I was wondering if you're going to say Hades or Dr. Facilier for that one. They're both good. But probably Hades for comedic relief. Yeah, I like that one. Okay, this one was sent to us. So if you could experience one past attraction or show, what would it be? This is very difficult Mm -hmm. because there's not one that like I want to experience again that like was taken away. Per se. I. Well, I guess maybe there is. I have one. Backlot Tour is probably my choice from Hollywood Studios. Hmm. Why? I just think it captures the essence of what Hollywood Studios, MGM Studios, was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be a look behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what that ride did. I feel guilty because I did not appreciate it at all as a kid. Yeah, I would probably complain quite a bit to my parents every time that we would ride this. But now. I think that it it fits so well with what MGM was. And that was. Fantastic. I would have to say. Old school. Figment. Because everyone talks about it, I have no clue what they're talking about. I should probably go watch a video or something, but I feel like most of them aren't very good quality. So I would at least like to be in on the conversation. (laughs) I would like to know what all the hype was before they went and messed with it. Dreamfinder. Dreamfinder. Yeah, I don't, I can't relate. So I would like to know what that was like. Horizons comes to mind as well. We never got to go on Horizons. So. Again, we don't really know what we're missing out on. Yeah, I don't really know why I would want... I mean, yeah, I agree. It's one of those that I would like to have seen it so I could be part of the conversation for why we should still have it, basically. But I don't miss it because I never did it. The hardest you've ever laughed in Disney. Like the funniest Disney memory. Ooh... I'm trying to think of something recent, but the first thing that popped into my mind, which I guess is what we should be going with, is I remember being a little kid and walking around Magic Kingdom. And it was one of those family trips where your whole family was there. And (laughs) what other kind of family trip would would there be? Sometimes you just go with your immediate family. Other times it's extended family. This was an extended family trip. Okay. I gotcha. Yes. I'm on the same page now. Thank you. And a bird pooped on my aunt's arm and 
she was very dramatic about it. And I remember it being hilarious as a kid. I can see your aunt being dramatic about it. Yeah. Mine also comes from my childhood. And I think I've told this on the podcast before. Long story short, we sat down for dinner. My mom said that she wanted tea to drink. The waiter had an accent and he said, it's nesty, meaning it's Nest tea, like the brand, asking if that was okay with my mom that she would drink that. She immediately said yes. She understood everything because she wasn't dumb like the rest of us. <laughs> but me and my dad and my brother all heard it's nasty that he said it's nasty. And she just immediately went along with it. <laughs> and we still laugh about to this day. Anytime they ask, like, do you have tea? We always say it's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> and this next one is going to be an easy one. Because it's your favorite sweet snack. I originally probably would have said the Rice Krispie Treats, but it's been upheavaled. Up. Well, just temporarily. We can't make decisions based off of coronavirus, Brendan. Cheshire Cat Cafe. Cheshire Cattail is what I meant to say. But mm -hmm. I, I do miss the cafe as a whole <laughs> as well. Cheshire Cattail. I would say Gaston's Tavern Cinnamon Roll. It just hits the spot. Next one is a repeat. <laughs> Favorite attraction in Animal Kingdom. Ooh, this is a toss up because I have two, but I'm going to say Expedition Everest. I would also say Everest. I, th I think it's better in Flight of Passage. Well, my second was going to be Kilimanjaro Safari. Just because I, I love all the animals. That's part of why you go to Animal Kingdom. This one was another one that was sent to us. Share your unpopular Disney opinion. And go. I previously would have said Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is not good. I've come around a little bit on it. I think Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is good for what it is. Would I wait more than 30 minutes for it? Absolutely not. But when you ride it, it is a fun fantasy land attraction. So I don't know what my new unpopular Disney opinion is. I mean, it might be that I think popcorn stinks. <laughs> it is um, very messy. But. I think uh, matching T-shirts are dumb. I don't know if that's unpopular. That is unpopular. Yeah, I don't know if it is. I think it is. Is there like a food that everyone raves about that you don't like? I mean, the same like cheeseburger spring rolls that you talked about. Yeah. I don't think they're good. Yeah. Dole Whip is good. But I feel like a lot of times you get Dole Whip for the thought of getting Dole Whip more than you actually get it for the Dole Whip. Does that make sense? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, I think. That's kind of what happened to us like when we went to Magic Kingdom that first time we got Dole Whip and then neither of us wanted it that bad. Like we should have just shared. I could see that. I would say. And again, it's hard because I don't know if this is necessarily like an unpopular opinion. I mean, Epcot is still my least favorite park. And I feel like as adults, that jumps up to a lot of people's favorite park. You're still a child is what you're saying? <laughs> 
I guess so. I don't know. I mean, I enjoy going to Epcot, but on any given day, it would not be my first choice. I don't think. Hmm. 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 Favorite meal on property for a second meal. <laughs> least favorite attraction in epcot we already did that this is bad radio roulette will come on help us out have we done all of them surely not maybe just scroll down and see what some of the ones that we haven't done yet like there's a really good one that i want to answer um it was name one disney character you'd want to spend the day with This one's hard. Do you Kermit, have one? Kermit the Frog. Kermit. I would say. Or Pooh Bear. Okay. I was thinking Pooh for a second too. I don't know that that's my final answer, but I've honestly thought that just because seeing him with a butterfly net in Epcot makes me just want to cry myself into a puddle. Um, I was actually kind of thinking. Thor might be fun to hang out with for a day. Bro Thor or normal Thor? Normal Thor, Brendan. Come on. Get it together. Is this like a... I don't know how to say this. Is this like a Chris Hemsworth thing or is it actually Thor? No, I think it's a real... (laughs) It's a real Thor thing. Because I think he would be a lot of fun to hang out with. I think he's like mischievous enough to like get into some fun, like fun trouble but he's like lovable enough to also get himself out of it so that you would never actually get in trouble. I just think he'd be pretty cool to hang out with. Okay. I, as long as we're clear that you're not just being thirsty for Chris Hemsworth. No, I almost picked Captain America, but he would not be fun. No, he's a stick in the mud. Exactly. So that's, that's why I went with Thor. The one that I was thinking of is where would you take Walt for a drink. You know my answer. You're not going to even try to think outside the box a little? I've thought about this one a lot since it was suggested to us. This was by Sean and Jackie, right? Yeah. Um, I've thought about this probably more than I should. Okay, go ahead and answer and I'll I'll think harder beyond guys' point. <laughs> okay. My two choices, because I don't know if I can pick just one. My first one was I would want to, and I'm thinking a non-alcoholic drink because I need all of his wisdom in like perfect, clear coherentness. I would have like coffee with him at the carousel where he was inspired to do Disney. Griffith Park. Yes. I'm ashamed that I didn't know that, but I would want to go there with him walk down memory lane or I would want to I'm trying to think of where maybe just like right there in front of World Showcase in Epcot I would want to sit with him like in front of the lagoon so he could see Epcot and he could tell me about if it reaches what he wanted it's obviously not exactly what he wanted but if he is satisfied with it cue the hamilton songs yes of course um okay so you took that a completely different route than 
how I imagined it. How did you imagine it? Well, I thought like, what bar do you want to go to Walt with and belly up to the bar with them at? Okay. So you would say Geyser Point? I would say Geyser Point. I would also say Top of the World Lounge so that he could see Magic Kingdom from that vantage point mm-hmm. and, and get his thoughts on that. And then, I mean, who wouldn't want to go to Trader Sam's with <laughs> Walt? That's a good one. So I I took that differently than you, I guess. Okay. Um, just a few more. So biggest mistake that newbies make when visiting Disney. It's gonna be Land Door World. I think just waiting in long lines. I think there's a way to get to do everything that you want to do without having to wait hours in just one line. Because when you do that, then you obviously don't get to do everything. And nobody likes waiting in lines, especially if you're with kids. That's terrible. So I think just like time management is a huge issue. I would agree with that. I would just say like over planning and getting stuck following a schedule and not being flexible and just going with flow and seeing what things that you can find and explore and and be a part of, which I think is why like this period of time uh, where there's no fast passes, dining reservations are kind of there, but not many people are making them. I think it's almost refreshing where you can kind of just wander and explore and find things that you didn't expect to find in a day. Mm-hmm. And I think if more people took that approach to Disney, that they would appreciate it past the attractions. Like I'm assuming you do as the listener. Yeah. I mean, it's just a much more enjoyable experience when you do that because then you're not stressed out or upset about not getting to do what you want to do. All right. I think this is the last one. Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars. Only three can stay. One has to go. Which one's going? This one is so hard. So Brendan was the devious mind that thought of this one. Oh, man. Do you have an answer? It's so hard. Because, like, I have a gut feeling. That's how I'm going with. I'm going with my gut feeling and my gut feeling says at this point in my life, it's Pixar. And that probably wouldn't have been the same when like Toy Story was my entire life. (laughs) But at this point, Star Wars and Marvel mean more to me. Disney was never even in the conversation. Oh, God, no. No, it can't be. No. I'm I guess I'm viewing this as from a movie standpoint. Okay. So this is probably going to be fairly controversial because honestly, I started to kind of lean towards Pixar, but the more and more I thought about everything, the more I just could not bring myself to do it. I think I'm going to have to say Star Wars. And (laughs) I think it's just because it's the one that I got into the latest. You know, like I don't have a deep rooted connection to it. Do you with Marvel? Well, I just couldn't get rid of Captain America and Peggy. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) That's like my favorite thing of all time. So I got rid of Star Wars. I really love it. but. Yeah, 
Hard choices. Hard choices had to be made. So no Galaxy's Edge. I guess not. Man, you're off the show. I know. I know. So we want to add more to this list and we'll probably, you know, change some of these up, make them spicier, maybe. We'll find ways. But I think that's just the new plan for these fast pass round questions is that each and every time you don't know what's going to be asked. They have to be prepared for anything. And we'll just see what kind of fun conversations we can have and fun debates and spinoffs that that happen of that. But I think it's going to keep it really fresh for us and not have the ability to go stale. Like I think the old fast pass questions got to, at least for me. Well, you just kind of knew what was coming next. And like for us, it's it's more interesting for us to get to hear new answers and discuss it and kind of have that back and forth where the old questions sometimes didn't allow for that necessarily. So, you know, 200 episodes in, we changed it up. I think it'll be fun. And of course, we'll have to work with our wheel a little, maybe change some settings. Yep. So we will be back on Wednesday for another storytelling episode. So we hope you guys can join us for that. And I guess, you know, we didn't really get a chance to say this in the 200th episode. But we just thank you guys so much for your support and your kind words over this last little while for our move. And then also hitting 200 episodes. It's really been fantastic. And we're having a blast doing this. We are we've kind of hinted at this, but we are really trying to expand our content offerings now that we're down here and we're living and breathing Disney even more if that was possible I don't know how that <laughs> it be. is apparently now that we're right in the middle of it news is never really going to be our our thing but we're always trying to take a deeper look into how you can experience Disney better to enhance your life and feel that magic on a daily basis so we're going to try to expand into different mediums and different ways that we can share that message so stay tuned as we work on that. So thank you so much for joining us. Hope you're off to an amazing start of your week and we will talk to you on Wednesday. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Make sure you subscribe and leave us an iTunes review if you enjoyed the show. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland or visit DetourToNeverland.com. We appreciate you letting us be part of your day. See you real soon.